Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community. Now, in the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's going to deliver a competitive edge for your business and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job, but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now, I know your time is valuable, and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award, and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real-world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team of 10Xers that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montez, founder of Scalosity Works and the Entrepreneur to Employer community. I've got some exciting news before we get started today. I have decided that I'm going to add a coaching practice to Scalosity Works. So I will uh, be rolling that out over the next couple of weeks, but I'm very excited to launch a coaching business for founders and CEOs. So stay tuned, more information to come on that uh, in the next few weeks. Today, we're going to talk about the six steps to starting your own talent factory. Why are we going to talk about this? Well, no matter where you are in the economic cycle, whether we're in a recession, whether we're in a bull market, a growth market, I hear one thing continuously from business owners, founders, leaders, hiring managers, can't find good talent. That is statement comes across the board, regardless of the economy. At the end of the day, there are a lot of things that are within our control when it comes to hiring great talent. And so it's important as a business owner, as a founder, hiring manager, leader, whatever your role is, that you don't focus on what you can't control. You focus on what you can control. And there are a lot of ways to build a great team And some of them are probably, some of the solutions are probably looking you right in the eye, and it might be with your existing team. One of the things that has uh, become very important and necessary post-pandemic is the need to look deeper on our bench and take a look at our team and really think through, can I train this person? Can I upskill this person? Can I go deeper on my bench to build them into that next level leader that I need, that next VP, that next supply chain manager, that next customer service manager, whatever the role is? Right, So looking deeper at our bench and seeing if we can really build out a training program that brings them along instead of hiring from the outside, right? Because at the end of the day, there are some key advantages to promoting from within. One, it's going to help your organizational culture because people are going to realize there's career ladder opportunities for growth and advancement in your company. Two, they already know how the company operates. So you're not bringing in an outsider into a key role that has no background or experience with your company. 
right? Now, yes, that can work. We do it all the time. But if you can take somebody who's been with you for a few years, knows the ins and outs of the company, understands the customers, understands the product, understands the solutions, and you can promote them, well, nine times out of 10, if we do a good job with their training and their onboarding into that new role, we're going to have a very strong team member there because they have an advantage. So let's talk about how you can build your own talent factory, which really is the key to retaining quality team members. Now, Every day up in Napa and Sonoma Valley, which is in Central California, it's wine country, which I'm sure almost everybody knows, employees of the Rentiera Vineyard, that management team spend time attending what they consider their business training academy. Now here, all the employees get to go to the business training academy and they learn how to prune better, how to operate machinery, how to develop leadership skills. It's a variety of hard skills and soft skills that they learn at their own Vineyard Management Training Academy. Now, the investment in his team's development is a key reason that Oscar Renteria, who's the owner and founder, has successfully retained his employees, even though most of them are seasonal workers. Now, I've heard business owners say, what happens if I spend all this money on training and development and they leave? The real question you should, should ask is, what happens if I don't develop my workforce at all? So to retain quality employees, we as employers need to provide job mastery training a sense of purpose, autonomy, feedback and coaching, mentorship, and professional and personal growth. And yes, even small businesses can do this. It's not reserved just for the big enterprise level companies. So let's start with the math. The potential cost of reskilling and upskilling may seem overwhelming, but let's break down the math. The average cost to hire and train a new employee is around $7,400. Now that number comes from the real cost of recruitment which was a study conducted by the Society of Human Resource Management back in 2022. So these figures are not that old. And with inflation, I bet you those figures have even gone up. This does not count the time we spend screening applicants, conducting rounds of interviews, and it doesn't account for the time we spend internally assessing the candidate pool. You weave in the price of losing that current talent, and it's a very expensive to have to hire and replace candidates. Now, businesses that successfully help employees move internally within the organization, vertically or laterally, studies tell us that they keep their talent two times as long. And that study came from the 2023 Workplace Learning Report by LinkedIn Learning. So two times as long. So an employee that may only be with you for two years, if you can move them internally, whether vertically or laterally, your chances of keeping them for four years just increased. So how do you go about doing this? Well, here's where we're going to get into your six-step program to implement an employee development program. Step one, consider where your business is going. Now, this is a very strategic aspect of building the program because to embark on any journey, you must first know your destination, right? Consider where your business is headed, both in the short term and the long term. What are your goals? What are the milestones? What are your aspirations as a founder or business owner? And what are the challenges that you see ahead? You need to map those out. And you need to be able to put those down on paper and you need to think through, okay, if my company is going to be X amount in five years, these are two of the positions that will get created, right? Or these are the roles that we don't have today that we're going to need when we hit this level of revenue and start thinking through and looking around the corner on your workforce development so that you can align your employee development program with those objectives to ensure that it becomes an integral part of your strategic roadmap. Step two, assess your current knowledge base and capability gaps. 
So analyze your team's existing skills and competencies, right? Identify the gaps between your current state and the future goals, right? So this is skills mapping. It's where you're sitting down with that employee, with that team member, and you're going through the hard skills that they have, that they are good at, that they use every single day, right? And from there, you need to take a look at, okay, they've got these hard skills. If they were to do this role, so say it's an accounting one position and you want them to go to accounting two position, you have to clearly define what are the additional skills required in the accounting two role. This way you can say, okay, this employee has all the skills and is a successful accountant one. They need these additional skills in order for them to promote into the accountant two position. Assess their knowledge, identify the the capability gaps, identify the skills gaps, right? This knowledge gap serves as your foundation for tailoring your employee development. Remember, every gap presents an opportunity for growth. You can use this knowledge and capability to provide employees with new skills that they can use within their existing role, and you can develop a succession plan for existing employees to move into higher roles within the company. Step three, include employees in the process. I cannot stress this enough. Make the process inclusive. If you want them to buy into the process, they need to be part of the process. And yes, as cliche as this sounds, your employees are your greatest asset. Involve them in shaping the employee development program. Seek their insights on areas that they feel need improvement and the skills that they aspire to acquire. Ask them what they want to grow into. What do they want to learn? What skills do they want to obtain? Make that a conversation. Don't just say, okay, we're going to teach you these five skills and you have no choice in it or we've decided for you. That's the worst thing you can do. It needs to be a collaborative effort in getting to the skill sets that are going to be developed. Now, when employees actively participate in the planning phase, they feel valued, they feel engaged. And this does lead to higher adoption rates by your employees. Step four, explore development options. Consider various development options that align with your business and with the employee's needs. This could range from workshops, online courses, mentorship programs, and job rotations. Remember to offer various options to cater to different learning styles and preferences. We don't all learn the same way. So make sure you also understand how does this person learn? How do we adapt the modality so that they will learn best? Remember, a diversified approach will ensure a well-rounded growth experience for your team. Step five, work out the details. Here's where you sit down and you iron out the specifics to find the learning objectives, the timelines, and the success metrics for each employee's development initiative. Assign responsibilities to ensure accountability and establish a clear communication plan. The devil is in the details, as they say, and a well-defined plan sets the stage for seamless execution. And step six, implement. Now that you've got the groundwork laid, it's time for you to take strategy and implement it, because without implementation, strategy does us no good. Launch your employee development program with enthusiasm and with commitment. This cannot be a fly-by-night initiative that you start and forget about in 30 days, because the more initiatives you start and forget about, the less excited your team is going to get every time you come to them and say, we've got this great initiative we're starting. They're not going to believe you because the rubber never meets the road. So provide the necessary resources, the training materials, and the support structure for success. Regularly review progress, gather their feedback, and make necessary adjustments to keep the momentum going. Right? You don't just build it out, roll it out, and then walk away from it. It's not a set it and forget it program. You need to constantly be evaluating, make sure that the skill sets that you want them to learn are getting learned and can be implemented, make sure they're enjoying it, make sure there's progress, right? You need to constantly be reviewing the program to make sure that it's going the way you planned. And if not, you just adjust. All right. So as a quick recap, the six steps that you need to implement 
to create your own internal employee development program is one, consider where your business is going, two, assess knowledge and capability gaps, three, include all of your employees in the process, four, explore your development options, five, work out the details, and six, implement the plan. So wrapping this all up, investing in your team will pay dividends. And believe it or not, there's only an upside to developing your team. It will increase retention, improve your customer experience, improve your employee experience, and it's going to prepare them for the next chapter of their career. So even if it's not with your company, right, they may move on eventually, and that's okay. Because if they do move on to another opportunity, you will have a brand ambassador moving on from your company. They're going to remember their time with your company in a positive manner. They're going to feel good about that chapter in their career. And who knows, they may refer a future employee to you or become a customer. So even if they are going to you know, eventually move on, the fact that you develop them while they're there is still a win-win. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. Our mission is to impact 1 million founders and business owners as positively as possible with HR and business strategies so that you can grow your business and exit profitably. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I have two favors to ask. The first one is like and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I love reading the reviews and I read each and every one and take that feedback so we can continue to improve that podcast. And number two, if you have a colleague or a friend that you feel would benefit from listening to this episode of the Entree to Employer podcast, drop a link in their text and say, hey, I just listened to this, this episode on the six steps to starting your own talent factory, and I think you might learn something from this for your business. Help share the podcast, and, and let's get it out there to more founders, business owners, hiring managers, and leaders. All right, make it a great week, and we will see you next week on the next episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast.